Blog Talk Radio. Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. 
The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to the John Party. One year old Papa I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. I'm going to kick it off with this first hot topic. Let's talk about the uh, Capitol Hill officers under investigation. You know, this story just keeps on giving. They keep finding more suspects. Now they got six police officers that have been suspended with pay over the uh, January 6th siege on Capitol Hill and 29 officers that are under investigation. Um, The Office of Professional Responsibility is investigating the actions of 35 police officers from that event on January 6th. They have currently suspended six of those officers with pay, and Acting Chief Yogananda Pittman has directed that any member of her department whose behavior is not keeping with the department's rules of conduct, will face appropriate discipline, according to a statement that she issued. So the investigations have come after a month, have come a month after supporters of uh, previous 45, Mr. Mr. Orange Man, uh, his people stormed the U.S. Capitol trying to stop the Electoral College certification of current President Joe Biden. Uh, this whole thing, you I don't know if everybody's aware that there were five people who died as a result of this, including one Capitol Hill, Capitol rather, police officer. There were a lot of injuries after the mob breached the chamber, which resulted in lawmakers fleeing for their safety. And some of the lawmakers had some family members in there with them, including the previous vice president. Uh, what's his name? Mike Pence. He had some of his family in there. So there was a lot going on that day. So, so far, there have been a total of 250 arrests in relation to the January 6th siege on the Capitol. Uh, they've got a lot of suspects and people that are being investigated. Uh, Representative Tim Ryan claimed that an officer took a selfie with one of the rioters. Now, I don't know why they're making it sound like a claim. I saw that video myself. Did you guys see that when they were showing some of the footage? We saw one of the Capitol mm-hmm. Police take a picture with one of the rioters that came in there, take a selfie. Wow. So I don't know why they're trying mm. to make it seem like it was a claim or something being alleged, you know, mm. unless we aren't supposed to believe our own eyes, right? So uh, Now, what's interesting is Congressman Jim Claiborne, Clyburn, I'm sorry, he's from South Carolina. He was on CNN back on January 10th, and he was saying that he had a lot of suspicions 
about, you know, who was involved, inside information, a lot of the stuff that we talked about on the show and I'm sure other people were talking about. So Clyburn mm-hmm. said, and I'm quoting him, I'm saying that I have an unmarked office that you have to know exactly where it is. It's where I spend a lot of time doing my work as the majority whip. And for some reason, these people showed up at that office, but the office where my name is on the door and where my position is on the door was undisturbed. So somebody knew exactly where he actually works versus the office where he just, you know, where his name is on. So I guess he has two different offices, but somebody had to have known that. For the people to go to the unmarked office and destroy that and, you know, ransack it and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, a lot of people have been calling this whole thing into question in terms of did the officers do enough to try to prevent it? Could they have done more? Were some people in, uh, what's the word, collusion? Is that the word? With this whole thing? So, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about the, how they knew some people had intended on bringing firearms and other weapons to the event and saying that based on that, they knew that there was a strong potential for violence and that Congress was the target. So if you knew that in advance, why didn't you have mm-hmm. more you mm-hmm. know, protection out there? So it's right. it's really starting to look bad for a whole lot of people that were involved. If you had all this inside information, intel, all of that, how did it still end up going down the way it did? Mm-hmm. Well, one, I did um, to elaborate on what you're saying, there was a woman there, and she was like, she was a guy, a guided tourist. She was guiding a tour and telling people where to go. Now, I don't know if they charged her or not, but she seemed like she had some type of map or something, and she knew exactly where to go. That's probably what happened when the people came in uh, a day or two before on these, um, quote-unquote, unguided tours. They were scoping out where they were going to go. So, um, you know, people, to me, people just need to be uh, held accountable. And I hope they just don't sweep this, this shiggity underneath the rug because here we go again with the same shit, different day. I mean, look what we what happened to forty five. They just shrugged it underneath the rug. So um, it's got to yeah. be some accountability. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. You quiet over there, Papa. What do you think? What's 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 on your mind? <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm just thinking about the big picture of everything. You know, it just it all stinks out loud. And I don't know where people think they're just not thinking. You know, starting off with with Donald Trump, you know, his whole attitude during the whole election. You know what I mean? Throwing lies out there and, and people to go along with what he's saying, like he's some kind of messiah. You know, and it's it's almost at the point where you know white folks gonna get to a point where ain't nobody gonna believe a word that comes out of none of their mouths. Because mm-hmm. they, it's getting to the point where they all crooked, and and you and you hide behind the white skin. You want a sense of honesty based on your purity of your white skin, but 
you know, you're full of crap and it's getting deeper and deeper. And, you know, blacks have been accused for less. And that's what's, that's what's scary is that, you know, black folks were just blackballed just by, just by being of a certain complexion. And white folks are going in like six different directions where you don't know what to believe or who to believe or, or what's going on. You know, the ones fighting, you got the, the Ted Cruz's, you got the, uh, you know, all the different ones got their own opinion and views on everything. And it's like, who's who and what's what? You know, you got the ones in Congress and the senators that are all wrapped up into that serious Trump mode and all. And it's like, wow, it's like, who's who and what's what? You know, they're like barbaric as hell. And what are you trying to accomplish? And what are you trying to conquer? I mean, what what are you trying to take over is what I'm asking. Once you do get your way, what is your purpose? It's, it's high, definitely a higher power somewhere. Something else is guiding something because Trump was pissed off all the way out the door. And to not give a person a turnover, you know, anybody that works on a job knows that you got to give a person a turnover. You know what I mean? I don't care if you're relieving another, another maid. You got to at least tell the maid how many beds you didn't make. You know what I mean? You gotta tell them something. How many soaps you got? How many soaps you got left? How many towels you got? What towels are in the washing machine and what's in the dryer? But for you to not turn over the whole country to a person, it's scary. Scary yeah, as hell. You're right. It is. Yep. So like I said, maybe there'll be some accountability somewhere down the line. Um I think it's just a slow process as far as that's concerned, but you're right. It's, it's got to be something, to, you know. Tell me how many soaps <laughs> you got no towels. Like yeah, you're not telling me anything. I mean, yeah. Or if there's any issues that you need to be aware of. If we're talking about the whole country, submarine ships, mm-hmm. troops. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, and this it's man a, was just so, feeling. he was so pissed off that he was just like, ah, I ain't telling you nothing. Well, you know, damn, we'll take your ball and go home kind of thing, you know. Well, that's how a spoiled mm-hmm. child behaves. Yeah, it was very... Uh, yeah. Like, if I can't play my way, I ain't playing with nobody. It was scary. It, it is I'll very scary. I'll take everything scary. over, break it all, and then leave. But his constituents mm-hmm. don't look at him as being a, a selfish, you know, bitch ass. They they think mm-hmm. that's powerful, you know. Yeah, they're into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a misconception of power, like you said. It's just... You know, we're supposed to take what we what we want, and um, that's why the United States is built on democracy. You know, you're supposed to go through different channels, you know, certain channels, but that does not uh, seem like it does not apply to them. You know, they don't give a rat's rabbit's no. ass. But you you know, you claim that you want to make make America great. You making it worse. You embarrassing it. You you just taking us down a notch. You're not raising us up. Well, the three branches are supposed to be independent of each other, but still working in a way where it's together. You know, you mm-hmm. got the judicial, the executive, and then the what's the other one? Judicial, mm-hmm. executive, and um, whatever Congress is. No, it's <laughs> okay. like I can't think of what it's called. Whatever Congress is, judicial is the courts, executive is the White House, and whatever Congress is called, that branch. So, but what happens mm-hmm. is if you let Trump run everything, which is what they did, 
it just kind of mm-hmm. wiped out everything. He was trying to control the courts. He was trying to control mm-hmm. the Congress. That's when you start having problems. Everything. In the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you want to step outside oh, yeah. of that box and start running everything. Right. Yeah, he was a complete jerk. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's how everything gets all messed up. But all right, right we'll move on. Uh, let's oh, see. Okay. Take it over to you, Papa Didi. What you got for us? Oh, um, so you got I'm sorry, the, the third. The, I'm sorry. The third branch was judicial, judicial, legislative, and the uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, executive. So those are the three legislative. Branches. That's the one right. that Congress is. I couldn't think of what it was called. Gotcha. Okay. All Thank right, you. Poppy. You got it. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Okay. Um, yeah, well, we're going to talk about this uh, devastation of the ice storm and, uh, and how they have, uh, I mean, it's cleaned out everything, food and you name it. This is uh, out of Austin, Texas. The Austin, even though they had their Unisys lead story, they, uh, I, I think they they weren't the most devastated. I think Houston really got the biggest brink of things. Uh, a slow moving uh, winter disaster plummeted Texas that began with a uh, snow, ice, and widespread blackouts that are now uh, moving into uh, new phases. You know, a dire lack of food and fresh water and things of that nature. Uh, they they saying that supermarket chains that uh, remain open in past disasters were. Uh, but shuttered, but power loss, and they had to shut down. You know, cities like Houston and Austin, on citywide water boiling orders, they were even boiling the uh, snow in order to give them a water supply. And uh, the stores that open are lined with empty shelves, and uh, delivery trucks are struggling to reach the places with the uh, icy streets and everything else. You know, and this is in uh, Harris County, which is the largest in Texas, with nearly five million residents. More than 33,000 homes remain without power Thursday, and thousands of people didn't have access to clean water, said Harris County Judge uh, uh, Linda Hadlow, uh, the county uh, top exec there, or county exec, I would imagine. When the power went off at uh, Harrison County uh, Public Health Department and then the generators failed, officials had to uh, rescue more than like 8,000 COVID-19 vaccines that hadn't been used it was just they're waiting to be put in people's arms but he had to rescue them and just put them in people's arms but they weren't able to keep track of whose arms they went in so you know when you get the first shot they gotta list you you get yeah. the second shot and we're gonna get we're gonna get on later on this this whole vaccine thing too cause that's getting out of hand anyway texas officials uh had ordered seven million people across the state to Boil tap water before drinking it. Uh, following days of uh, record low temperatures, that shuttered water uh, transplant, water uh, treatment plants, and froze pipes. At least two Austin area hospitals lost water pressure and heat, and forced to evaluate some patients. Uh, more than three dozen deaths across the United States over the past few days have been blamed on the extreme weather. All right, as a uh, as of early Thursday, more than 450,000 homes and businesses across there were still without power, down from a peak of more than uh, 4 million uh, earlier in the week. Uh, let's see, the Federal Emergency Management Agency announced plans to uh, deploy more than 700,000 uh, liters of bottled water and 6,000 blankets and in, uh, industrial-sized generators help people in hospitals and other critical structures. People uh, throughout Texas uh, pinned down on ice pinned down on by icy roads and uh, lack power and water have uh, 
ventured out the stores only to find long lines snaked around the building and shelves and uh, long lines at hardware stores for people who was trying to fix their pipes and things of that. Uh, there was no bread, no milk, no water, no anything. Uh, Harrison County officials included uh, featured in the official website where residents can uh, click through and see where major food banks were open. County Zex said they're mostly worried about the lack of drinkable water in her community. Now, this whole thing uh, stems on uh, the fact that Texas has a, uh, it's usually a, you know, good weather uh, state. You know, it's usually hot, you know, down there by the, you know, the southern area. It's really due south, really, to be honest. And uh, they have recently did a lot of uh, new new generating of things, you know, nuclear power, natural gas, windmills, and things of this nature. But what happened, as they were saying, is 10, 12 years ago, they were told to put protective measures in to protect these different things, you know, put yeah. barriers around them, walls around them, uh, ceilings around them to, you know, to you know, like when they're building uh, buildings, uh next to highways, how they put the sound barriers up and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And he never done this stuff over 10 years ago. They haven't protected these areas because they relied on good weather. But what happened is that when this, this ice storm came about, which, which we got all in the Northeast and everywhere, it just froze all that modern technology stuff. And it gets deeper because the governor was trying to blame the natural, the people who was running it, you know, because everything is outsourced nowadays. So the governor, Governor Abbott, who's another Republican jerk-off, he, he's trying to blame the, the people who are doing it, but they're sticking to their guns, the ones that, that oversee all that natural gas and windmills and things like that, saying we told the, the, the state that they have to protect these areas, and they haven't protected it, and it got in there. So when stuff shut down and the wind dropped, and, and, and excuse me, when the temperature dropped, Stuff just froze, and when people's power went down, the one thing in your house that happens is the common aspect of when your house gets cold is that your pipes freeze. And you have to understand that when pipes freeze, especially faucet pipes, faucet pipes are only cold water all the time. The only thing that stops faucet pipes is a shutoff valve. When you go to put a new faucet on or put a new toilet in, all you're doing is shutting off the shutoff valve. Water is initially cut off from the main area of your house, your your industrial area, where your hot water heater is and your main water valve. Once you turn that main water valve in your house, water's running everywhere. And it's in the pipes, waiting to be served. Whether you cut the heat on, you cut this on, you cut that on, you cut the, you know, you want to wash your face, wash your ass, whatever. Soon as you turn the faucet on hot, cold, whatever, water's coming out. But in the meantime, water's in these pipes. So when the when the temperature dropped like it did drastically in Texas, where nobody expected it, simultaneously, stuff just started bursting. I mean, they had, I saw icicles hanging from people's ceiling fans. Yeah, it that was, was actually, crazy. Actually crazy. And and that was the result of it. The pipes were bursting, and it was just below freezing, and all, and these were all big, beautiful houses, suburban houses. You know, one thing about life was Trump is trying to make people feel different when it comes to his own constituents. Mother Nature has no discretion on who she's going to do in. That's just, that's, that's just nature. You know, if you, if it's cold and your pipes freeze, that's just your house. It doesn't matter whether you live in an apartment or your house costs a million dollars. It doesn't matter, you know. And we'll get on later on about how how Mr. Cruz made a move 
out to one place, and they said that he even got texted. His wife got texted saying she's freezing now because their power went out as well. But they figured, what the hell, let's just go to Cancun and clean up when we get back. But that's another story we'll get into. But just to give a synopsis of what happened in Texas, and this power, this pipe bursting was going on simultaneously all over the state. It was crazy. It was crazy, and people were losing their minds. They were cold. Their house was ruined. They were finding warming places to go to. It was just a mess. Still is a mess. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's just it's mm-hmm. deep. There's it's a really domino deep. effect on, on everything. Um, I even yeah. saw, um, besides Texas, um, Saudi Arabia. Up there in the desert, yeah. they had snow with the camels and everything. I guess the camels are confused. Yeah. Like, what the heck is yeah. going on? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. And they said Saudi Arabia got snow. Which goes to show you we have to pay pay more attention to things other than the Republicans carrying on. You know, life, you know, just like Martin Luther King said a long time ago, he said, God has not yet turned this world over to Governor Wallace. You know, George Wallace does not run this crap, okay? And we need to understand Mm. that God has not yet turned this world over to Donald Trump. This is not his world, not at all. And if we continue to be led like those fools are being led, you know, we got to keep mm-hmm. resisting, you know. So. Well, I read that um, back in February 7th that meteorologists at the National Weather Service started warning Texas officials about an incoming winter storm that was going to have a really bad cold spell. Now, that was February 7th. They started telling them that we see stuff coming, it's going to be really cold, something that we're not accustomed to dealing with, mm-hmm. and that we need to start getting ourselves prepared. Mm-hmm. So uh, your boy Greg Abbott issued a disaster declaration for each county, mm-hmm. but that's all pretty much that was done. And then the power grid, after people were told that the power grid would be okay, problems started happening Sunday night. Power grids started, part of the power grid started going offline People started having problems. Equipment started freezing. And, of course, then the demand for electricity started going up. The colder it got, the more power people started, you know, trying to use to stay warm. Exactly. So then that just creates, like Kettle said, the domino effect. And part of the issue down there, too, is that they are on their own separate power grid. That was something that happened years ago. Texas decided we don't need to be part of whatever is the normal way of doing the yeah, power grid. City, city, uh, yeah, they're on their own situations there with the power grid. Mm-hmm. So when that stuff messed up, it messed up bad. And with the windmills, all those uh, windmills that are generating, you know, power that way, those things were never winterized because they never mm-hmm. were planning for that. So the windmills and mm-hmm. stuff had icicles hanging off of them, and they weren't spinning. So they're not wow. kicking out any energy. Yeah. Yeah. They were just ill prepared. That's that's about everybody, line, you know. Everybody's living large until yeah. you know. You know, then they started with the rolling blackouts where they thought, well, okay, mm-hmm. well here's what we can do. We'll just start, you know, having a systematic blackouts in certain areas to conserve the power that we have. And I'm starting to think that was a fake-me-out move because a lot of people were like, okay, you know, they told people this is what we're going to have to do. So people were kind Mm -hmm. of preparing for that. But then when the power went out for what was supposed to be temporarily, it never came Mm -hmm. back. 
Some people got yeah. theirs back, but a lot of people, when that power went out, they didn't get it back. It was a bunch of crap. That's what it was. Like, like yeah. I said, they were ill-prepared. They just weren't prepared for what it was to come. Um, you know, they're just not listening to nobody. But I didn't realize they were on their own grid. Um, I guess they're going to reconsider some things. Who knows? I'm not sure. Probably not. Um, they yeah. went through this, like yeah. Papa Didi said, back, back in 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011, they had, it wasn't this cold, but they had a big, a, a deep freeze kind of cold spell that hit, and they had a similar situation. And they were told mm-hmm. then, you need to prepare because this could happen again. And they, right. they knew what they needed to do, but nobody did it. I guess they figured, mm-hmm. well, it didn't happen one year later, two, three years, four years later, so we good. Mm-hmm. Let it roll. Too. We good. Mm-hmm. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. Press 1. Get in the queue. Press 1. Oh, all right. I got the last hot topic for tonight. Um, back on these vaccines, um, Pfizer shot is highly effective after one dose, they're saying. Um, this COVID-19 vaccine developed by Pfizer and uh, BioNTech generates robust in- immunity after one dose and can be stored in ordinary freezers instead of the um, ultra-cold temperatures. Um, So the findings provide strong arguments in favor of delaying the second dose of the two-shot vaccine, as the U.K. has done. Uh, They could also have substantial implications on vaccine policy and distribution around the world simplifying um, the logistics and distribution of the vaccine. So a single shot of the vaccine is 85% effective. Sounds pretty good. Uh, better than 50, 85% effective in preventing symptomatic disease 18 to 28 days after being administered. Um, so Pfizer and Bonatech recommended that a second dose is administered 21 days after the first dose. Okay, sounds like you're contradicting yourself. I mean, but these studies are saying the first dose is, is good, but they're saying that it's recommended that a second dose is administered. Okay. The finding is a vindication of the approach taken by the U.K. government to delay a second dose by up to 12 weeks so it could use limited supplies to deliver a single dose to more people and could encourage others to follow suit. Almost one-third of the U.K.'s adult population has now received at least one vaccine shot. Preliminary data also suggests that the other widely used vaccine in the U.K. developed by um, AstraZeneca and the University of Oxford could have a substantial effect after a first dose. So it seems like they're, you know, trying other companies that are putting out these doses and um, the one dose seems to be effective all the way around. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, it goes on to say Israel has given the first shot to 4.2 million people, more than two-thirds of eligible citizens over 16 years old, and a second shot to 2.8 million. Wow. The country has, has around 9.3 million citizens. The study, which involved about 9,000 people, also found a 75% reduction in both systematic and asymptomatic infections 
after the first shot. So, so that's what the study is saying. So, so, so is sense. the second shot really necessary then? To me, in this particular article, it doesn't sound like it. From their studies and everything, between 75 to 85% is being effective. So, to me, they sound like, if this sounds like the first dose is fine and that they're trying to uh, hit more people than doing two shots. You know what I'm saying? If you do two shots, you're going to hit less people. If you do one... Right. You can, you know, spread it um, among more people. So, hey. So it sounds mm-hmm. like they're saying that the second shot was like three months. How many weeks did you say? You said twelve days. weeks. Twenty-one oh, days after did. the first shot. That's what oh, Pfizer and uh, Biotech, right? They're recommending that. But if it's eighty-five percent effective, I mean, you know, that might be just a waste of dosage. To me, you know, so yeah, I don't know. Said, yeah, it's it's kind of confusing, but uh, they've done different studies and stuff, so you know, everything is not foolproof. So it's just, this this is just trial and error for real, for real. So yeah, that's true. And now they're trying yeah. to work on uh, doing some studies on pregnant women because they mm-hmm. were not originally included in any of the the earlier studies. Right, because they were scared that they might have some side effects on the baby and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it makes sense. So, Well, shout out to the women that are participating in that study. Mm-hmm. Because I think I would be scared. I would not be willing to risk my unborn child for that right. study. You know, but mm-hmm. I, I understand it needs to be done, but gee... That's that's yeah. some rich stuff. And yeah, I don't know if there's any monetary, um, you know, uh, money that they're going to give them for that or what. I'm not sure. It's a good question. I don't know, but still, mm-hmm. I mean, money can't replace your child. If something happens and that baby is born with some kind of birth defect, defect or, or yeah, or if it's yeah. still born or you know, it's just too many unknowns. Right. You know, That's having true. a baby is risky enough. And then you're mm-hmm. going to add that in the mix with some vaccine that's still so new. I don't right. know. Yeah. So shout out to the women that are willing to participate. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, if you got any questions or comments or want to join the conversation, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Get in the queue. So we're going to take a little CC. Yep. Going to the break room, refresh these glasses, and we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines. Don't you dare move. It's the Pajama Party Show. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday nights live at the Pajama Party adult online radio talk show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Step, and I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kisser list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or 
follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, it's time to hit him and quit him. Bang, 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 bang. All right, I'm going to hit him and quit him first. Let's talk about, let's go back to the Capitol riot. That, that Like I said, that's the story that just keeps on giving. So I've got one about the uh, zip tie guy. You remember the guy that had the zip ties that was running around in the Capitol? Apparently his mother was there with him during this whole situation. So there was an opinion on Wednesday that a federal judge said the Nashville man and his mama were charged in the deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol that they have to remain in custody because their release on bail would threaten national security. So I guess they thought they were just going to pay their bail and head on home. So the guy's name, and make sure you put him on the kiss it list, Eric Munchell, who's also known as Zip Tie Guy, in the aftermath of the June, I'm sorry, January 6th insurrection, and his mother, Lisa Eisenhart, will be held until their trials. So they will not be able to make bail and go home. Federal prosecutors say that they were part of the pro-Trump mob that stormed the Capitol, and investigators have identified Mr. Munchell, zip tie guy, who is 30 years old, and his mother, uh, Eisenhart, who's 56. Uh, they, of course, were identified from the video footage from the riot. Now, Mr. Munchell can be seen inside the Capitol carrying those plastic handcuffs, or basically their zip ties, wearing a tactical vest with a taser holstered on his right hip and an iPhone strapped to his chest. So, you know, they got you on video, bro. <laughs> you going to stay right there in that jail where you belong. So the pair is facing federal charges of obstructing an official proceeding, unlawful entry, and violent entry. So the Nashville-based magistrate judge initially said the pair should be released while they await trial, but that order was delayed until a hearing could take place in Washington, D.C., and then the pair was uh, taken to D.C. for their arraignment. So um, Judge Royce Lambert in D.C. officially reversed the previous, previous judge's decision, saying that because Munchell and Eisenhart remained dedicated to their cause, that they may act against the federal government again if they were allowed out on custody. So basically, because y'all acting too buck wild, we don't trust you. We're going to keep you on lockdown until after the trial. That's the bottom line. Uh, They said Eisenhart's willingness to die for her cause indicates that release conditions may be even less effective for her. If Eisenhardt does not fear the ultimate consequence being death, the consequences for disobeying release conditions would unlikely deter her. That makes sense to me. If somebody tells you I'm willing to die for what I believe in, they sure as heck are not going to pay attention to the rules that say, all right, if we let you out on bail, 
you can't leave the city or the state and you can't do this and that and blah, blah, blah. They don't give a daggone about rules. Mm-hmm. That woman said, I'm willing to die for what I believe in. So you crazy huh. and both well. <laughs> I'm going to put both of them on the kissing list. Zip tie man and his mama. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, finally some accountability, like I was mentioning earlier. Finally, some judges, folks are waking up and saying, okay, enough is enough. Let's, let's, let's make a statement here. So, good. good for the judges. Mm-hmm. All right. What you got over there, Papa? Um, I, uh, you know, we, we had a story here about the GameStop situation. Just, it's just a brief over on, uh, you know, what happened with that whole situation where a bunch of investors got together to, uh, to max out the, uh, you know, the stock on that particular situation there. And that, that left a lot of things, uh, up in the air at the end of the day with that, because I, I just feel that, uh, even though you're an amateur, uh, a stock person, you're never going to beat the, the the big elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. No matter how you try mm-hmm. to rig something to uh, try to make it, I mean the the uh, the CEO of that particular company uh, what was it called Robinhood. Oh yeah, Robinhood. He went in front of Congress and he was saying this and that. Matter of fact, one of the congressmen played a tape of what it sounds like when you call them the actual tape. You know, just like a dating service, you know. Uh, not that I roam them joints, but uh, <laughs> when you go to when you, when you go to comp- and, and blog talk radio too, not to disrespect the people whose platform we're using, when you go to talk to them, you don't talk to nobody. You know what I mean? And a lot of companies are doing that. They feel like they can, they kind of uh, address you from afar by putting you in a dark zone, and they just giving you a recording of what who's going to get it, and a couple of days later, somebody pulls it up. And they look at it and analyze, and they send you back an email. You know, email to email, like unsight, unseen, which is kind of, you know, very disrespectful because, you know, they want real money to come at them to use their services. But, you know, when it comes to them responding to your complaints, they give you a counterfeit hand. And you got to wait two, three days to get an answer. But they ain't got to wait two, three days for their damn Benjamins to get to hit their bank account. Yeah, and that's, that's the sad true. part about crap, you know. They get that money right away. Well, I just think that, too, you know, when you mess with people that don't have that insight, you know, financially your mind got to click as fast as your wallet's clicking. You got to think the results you want from the money you putting out. You got to click, click, click the same way you putting out the money the same way you want results coming back. It pisses me off. When I go to, you know, pay something or do something and I get put in a flat zone where I'm not speaking to no damn body or somebody take two hours to answer my call. I'm carrying my phone around in my damn pocket on speakerphone. I didn't wash the car, wax the car. I didn't fucking took the fleas out the cat and all kind of shit. And then nobody still didn't answer. So, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it just kind of pisses me off that society's getting that way. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting back to GameStop, you know, the whole situation with that is that, you know, the little people, they, they made a point that day and they kind of freaked out the other people like that. But don't think you're going to freak out million, millionaires and billionaires, you know what I mean? Because as soon as they press that hot button, they can make they can blow you out their exhaust, you know, pretty much. You know, they'll work mm-hmm. with it and see what's happening with it. They'll see something adverse, 
You know what I mean? It's almost like a fart in the room. You smell it for a minute, you know. You say, ah, who did that? But, you know, there's all kind of stuff to get rid of. It's Lysol. You can turn a fan on. You know, you can get rid of that fart. Open you know? a window. Open a window, you know. It'll so, be over. But, but what I'm saying is that I think that people should just, if you're going to play the stock market like that and somebody gets together and say, let's do this and let's do that, remember, that's your money. And don't team up. That's like them jerk-offs went in the Capitol building. Once they burst that window, even if I was with that crowd, when they burst that window and Joker started going inside the cab, I was sitting on, nah, man, I'm good. I, I ain't going up in that joint, you know, fuck all that. I'm with, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting the cause, but I ain't climbing no damn window, you know. And uh, so, so that's the gist of that situation with GameStop. And, uh, you know, I guess everybody now is uh, back to who they are, how stuff hits the news for a couple of days, a couple of hours, and gets back to basics, back to normal. So, anyway, just wanted to put that out there. It's- I I I want to add on that that um, that unfortunately the way that things are going and the way society is now, like you said, you don't talk to nobody physically, and to me that's not good customer service at all. Um, not at all. Even if you have one person working nine to nine, I don't care. At least give me the hours that somebody's there that I can physically talk to somebody. But when it goes straight to voicemail or whatever, leave a message or go online. They tell you to go online to try to justify your situation, um, no, because I need to talk to somebody live because I need to cuss somebody out. I, I got to do one of your your numbers, Papa. Cuss them out first. And then I want them to resolve my, my damn issue. So, um, mm. you know, if, if, if you create a company and you don't have no custom service, Guess what? You're not gonna survive. That's how I see it. Well, so, yeah, but you know. you're you're exactly right with that because you, the majority the the majority and I I was in retail a long time at one point and when I when when brick and mortar was being built years ago and I worked at uh, Circus City, Nobody Beast and Wiz, Silo, all kind of electric places, electric uh, retail stores that sold electronics. Whenever they built these buildings, the first thing they built was customer service in the front of the store. And they would have customer service go. in the front of the store while the rest of the building was still being built in the back. You know, mm-hmm. people would come in and apply for jobs and everything. Customer service was the first thing that was built. But nowadays, mm-hmm. people look at the cost of what it costs to maintain a customer service, but they're losing mm-hmm. on the back end because you're not you're not getting, you know, you, people that sit back and they're thinking conscious, you know, they're, they're penny wise and dollar foolish in all actuality. Yeah. You know, they're thinking about how am I going to save money? But you're not connecting. And people that run websites for dating services, they feel like the people looking for a date is probably a bunch of losers anyway, so we're going to talk to them. But then, but then again, they can come and drop you off their service. Like if somebody complained that, you know, mm-hmm. you pulled your Johnson out of something or you said something crazy to a woman, all of a sudden you go on the site the next day and they done cut you off. Only right. on the word that the woman, what the woman said about you. They didn't even get your opinion but they're going to believe the female because they want to keep the female in their locket, but they'll nix the guy. Mm-hmm. Thinking mm-hmm. guy's going to come back, but let's hold on to the chick. Whew, right. I you, well, you know, the shit. other problem with customer service is that a lot of companies now are outsourcing it. So, oh, you yeah. know, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we can provide customer service 24-7, but if you call, whatever time you call, and you get, you know, I don't want to. I was gonna say I don't want to disparage any oh, any other culture, but you call it. and you're talking to somebody mm-hmm. who you hardly can understand, hardly. 
and then you have yeah. to keep explaining what you're saying. Oh, yeah. And, and they keep repeating, oh, okay, well, I, I understand what you're saying. I appreciate this, and I appreciate, and thank you for calling. I'm like, look, can you just solve this? That's because you're talking to first mm-hmm. and second generation oh, of that. They're not even singing to mm-hmm. a Korean joint, but it's singing to the grandmother. Who can't, oh, whose hmm. accent is so damn strong. It's rough. You don't even talking to you know what? Cause people honestly, in the 40s or 50s. Honestly, at that point, I would almost rather get the recording that says, oh, we're here to help you. Go to our website and send us an email with your problem, and we'll get oh, back to you in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. At least then I can clearly write, write down what is my issue and what I need from you. Yeah. But don't Boy. give me Abu that I'm trying to explain to Abu what I need and Abu keeps repeating himself, and then after a while, I'm angry and frustrated and still don't have my resolution. Abu, huh? I hate that. I'm sorry. I I'm didn't like, mean to sound racist. We're going to get off that soapbox. But, uh, <laughs> let me see. Okay. Uh, but um, okay. I, I got some people to put on the picture okay. list, and I'll explain later. But um, to go back to that, yeah. this last story, Ted Cruz blames his daughters for the vacation at Cancun. Uh, oh. Representative of Texas. Now we were just talking about this snowstorm, this big mm-hmm. ice storm. It's offered mm-hmm. a stunning explanation for flying to Cancun on Wednesday night, as this home state literally froze to death. He's talking about he was being a good dad. Really? With what? Cancel for the week. Yeah. Our girl asked to take a trip to, with friends. Come on now, you supposed to be the parent here. They, you know, throw the kids say, in. You know. Right. He's supposed to say, well, daddy can't go because daddy got work to do. Right. Or he could have sent the wife and the two kids away. Okay, but daddy got to stay and take care of this situation. Okay, so he he goes on to say, wanted to be a good dad. I flew down with um, them last night, and I'm flying back this afternoon. His staff and, and, and him in constant communication with state and local leaders to get the bottom of what has happened to Texas. Um. We want our power back, our water worn, and our homes warm. My team and I will continue to use all resources to keep Texans informed and safe. Right, but in the meantime, we freezing, and your ass is gone to Cancun, where it's nice and sunny. So yeah, you know, he claimed he claimed he came back the following day or two days later or something, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be the following he, day. He, they 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 said that Basil Wharf, which he beat uh, when he was running for this um, particular position, Senate position. Basil yeah. Wharf, he he exactly. lost, but he he, he was calling on exactly. the and, and seeing if, if if they were okay. You know, mm-hmm. you let don't me hear tell you that Cruz was on the phone. Can let me tell you something. You and and I'm glad you said that. You took the words out of my mouth. You know, the one thing you got to see is one: the guy don't like ugly. First of all. Okay, and all these people get their just due at the while. But you just won an election, which, which secured your fat ass for six more years. You know, a senator locks in for six years, him and the other guy. Who's the other jerk-off from South Carolina? Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham oh, just won Lord. off, though. So they're secured for six years. So he patted their fat asses in a chair for another six years. But here's the deal, though. Now, mm-hmm. now that you have won for six years, you really don't give a crap. Now, this is the same man that was believing Trump with all that crap and was against 
the different when it was going in for the electrical college folks that day. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was making them go away out the other room to discuss why they, he was one of the main ones doing that. Now, you've done all this crap to put your name in the limelight of being such a MAGA person on Trump's side and believing this the lie and all that jazz. And now three weeks later, you've got goat ears on your ass. So, And then all you can do is blame the shit on your children. You punk-ass monkey. I cannot believe that. Instead of you standing up in your own right of what you didn't apologizing from the beginning, it just goes to show you that these white folks are so fucking scared of their own goddamn shadow. They'll talk all that fantastic lie bullshit, but then when they ass gets in a sling, all they can do is lie and know that their white skin will be cultivated and covered so now they can win the situation, and two, three days later, they'll know the news will fade out and people will forget it. But, man, you messed up royally. You were one of the main dudes on January 6th to cause all that aggravation. You was part of that when you was going mm-hmm. against Pence and everything. And then you, this election, you beat up, oh, what's the guy's name? O'Rourke, what his name yeah, was? Beto. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Beto. Yeah. Beto. I love that guy. O'Rourke is a serious, real serious dude. And and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're gonna just when your town is in ruins. I mean Texas is in straight ruins, and you are a senator, not a congressman, a senator, which is the next step up from vice president. And you're gonna just get your mm-hmm. fat ass on a plane and go to Cancun to lay on a new beach with your fat ass. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna leave that alone. Ooh, he got oh, busted. Yeah, he got busted. So. Wow. Please give me yep. a break. But, give me uh, a break. I ain't buying all this. Right. Shit. Well, yeah. on the internet, people sure. they got memes all over the internet. They're calling him Cancun Cruise. Please. And um, mm. fly away, Ted. This one election in November. <laughs> what, what is this now? November, December, January, February. Yeah. You just secured six That's years six three months more. ago. Three months mm-hmm. ago, you just won a chair for six months. What they make? Two hundred forty-seven thousand a year as a goddamn know. senator. I don't know. And you can't even step up on your job in five minutes. Mm. I'm gonna shut up. Leave that alone. And look, his wife. Um, oh please. That somebody, wasn't... somebody in her text got a hold of Texas. Mm-hmm. Got uh, released the text messages that were in their little group. They said, "Let's they get out of here." They were talking about it's too cold. We need to get about here. They even here said and direct flight. Yes, they said they're talking flight. about, I found a flight going here. Direct, and they're going to stay in the Ritz-Carlton. Direct Carlton, direct, Ritz-Carlton direct flight, let's go. Busted. Oh, they were showing all their whiteness. Anyway, I'm going to leave that alone. All right. All right. We're, we're going to need a uh, cocktail. Uh, I know, that's right. <laughs> got one for us, Kevin? Yeah, you guys ready for the cocktail of the week? Yeah. Yeah, bring it. Bring it. Yeah, I think Papa needs one. Here's one for you. It's called I'm the Morning Glory cocktail. I'm stepping on the boss here. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to put no, all no, of them on This one's nice. This is called the Morning Glory cocktail. The Morning Glory is a classic cocktail with attitude. This is actually an amazing little drink. The cocktail combines a spicy rye whiskey with a smooth cognac. With whole host of flavor accents. Okay, so one ounce of rye whiskey, one ounce of cognac, one teaspoon of Caraco, which is the orange, one teaspoon of simple syrup, one dash of bitters, two dashes of anagostura bitters, 
one to two ounces of club soda and garnish with a lemon twist. So we're going to gather all these ingredients together in a mixing glass filled with ice. Pour the rye whiskey, the cognac, the caraco, simple syrup, and the bitters. Stir well for at least 30 seconds. Strain into a chilled old-fashioned glass filled with fresh ice. Top with club soda and a twist of a lemon peel over the glass and drop it into the drink. And enjoy. This is called the Morning Glory Cocktail. There you go, Morning Bonnie. Glory. <laughs> I like that. It's, With the cognac and the Angostura, Angostura bitters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Morning Glory. Got some cognac right. for you, uh, Papa. So, you know, you can enjoy it. That, that sounds really good, Kel. Mm-hmm. So All we're right. going to make sure that that gets on the website. And the Cocktail of the Week is brought to you by... D.C. Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. Thank you ever so for that. And uh, let's see, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back on the other side with What's Poppin' with Papa Didi. We'll be right back. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up. And tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen. Or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to the John Party Money Host Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. I'm Swad, darling. It's time for Papa Didi. Worldwide. Papa Didi. What's poppin'? <laughs> Uh, wow, you know, I was I was watching, uh, and I got to give him props before I go into the story. Uh, uh, Tony DeCopa, he's on the CBS Morning News with uh, Gail King, and he he did a subject this morning that I was fully aware of, but I just wanted the world to be aware of it. And he talked about he went into his own town. He was from uh, Bergen County, a place called Lyndhurst, New Jersey, where he was from, was a suburban town. He talked about his grandfather. And everybody up there who moved there fresh out of World War II. Now, World War II was one of the wars where uh, everybody that came out of World War II had a, a GI Bill, you know, which entitled you to buy a house. Didn't matter about your credit, nothing like that. You served in World War II and you was eligible for that. But now the twist of that was the fact that, as you know, it always has a twist when it comes to black people. Black people was not allowed to buy the land of the, 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 
to buy land from these people to own the land. One of the main characters was uh, William Levitt. William Levitt was in the uh, Pennsylvania area, in the New York area. He owned uh, what, which is now Levittown, Pennsylvania, which is in Bucks County. And you got uh, Levittown, Long Island, which is up in Long Island, New York. Now, he was a very prominent racist joker up there that owned the land. He wouldn't let black people do do his stuff, but he wanted one of the famous guys. All the other guys were unknown name-wise. But I make, the point I'm making is the fact that this is the reason why a lot of our black families ended up in the city. We ended up in Philadelphia. We ended up in D.C. We ended up in Harlem. We ended up in all these different city areas, you know, legitimate city area, Wilmington, wherever. Only because we couldn't move to the suburbs, you know, because the suburbs was off limit because he wouldn't let us up there. That's where the new houses were being built. That's where new construction was and everything. But the backdrop on the suburbs is that the suburbs was about 50 miles away from the city. Now, these were all flat lands that they built land on. But white folks didn't realize that the disadvantage of being up in the suburbs was the fact that you were now not connected to the city. So a lot of them had septic tanks and all this other shit that you were you're not connected to the city with your water, with your gas, your electric. You know, they got propane and all this other stuff to run these stoves. You know, the house looked pretty on the outside, but it had a lot of artificial insemination in order for their survival. Okay? But they didn't mind because they wasn't near they wasn't near Negroes, so they were cool with that. Okay. But now on on the other side of that is the fact that the suburbs also brought a level of now you see today where it is today. Why are some of these suburbs where they are now, where mostly white folks dominate those? Kensington and Chevy Chase and all these big suburban white towns, only because it all started back in the 40s when their grandfathers moved there who was in the war. And in World War II, anybody who was in World War II is damn near 90-something years old now. So this is their grandfather, passed down to their fathers. So people in their 40s and 50s now that your your friends, if you're a 40 or 50-year-old black person and you have white friends that live an hour away from the job where you all work together, that all started from their grandparents and what we weren't allowed to do, and they're still running out to the suburbs, so to speak. So it really goes back to there from the beginning when it first happened, when that was first built. And and. When I when I go to my next segment, I'm going to show you the flip side of the suburbs of white folks and how it's a disadvantage to them in the long run. But I'm not going to speak on that now. When we get later on to living for the city, I'm going to show you what, what the flip side is on that situation with that. So so hold on if you can. And I hate to do, you know, preemptive stuff like that and put a tease in it. But this is a two-part story. The first part is the fact, like I said, the grandparents – that took advantage of the fact it was whites only. We couldn't live in the suburbs, so we moved down to the city. But this is the advantage later on on what would what, what freak white folks out later on up in the suburbs. And we'll talk about that later on in uh, Living for the City. All right, now. Hey. Tell me, tell me. All right, that was a good yeah, one. Good information. It, 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 I'm going to have to start watching that newscast in the morning. 
Yeah, it, well, I knew that. My father told me about that a long time ago. It was really sad how they weren't allowed. The blacks were had to. This is why we're all dominated in the city. But we weren't allowed to move to the suburbs. And this is why wealth is not balanced in America. Wealth is not hardly balanced because the gift mm. of people that are getting. But we've learned to to deal with what we have, and that's the beauty of us, is that we we can take a, a dollar and stretch it in a whole another way. And that's I know what you that's always right. had to learn to do. You you shouldn't think. You can't miss what you never had. Let me put it like that. Was it Tupac that mm. said make a dollar out of uh, 15 cents? Man, well, like I said, you can't mm. miss what you never had. Mm-hmm. I don't care what, whether mechanical or, or, or a person. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for that one, Papa Diddy. Yeah, that was a good one. I also see that um, I was reading a little bit on him, and what you were saying was kind of verbatim. He created Bel Air at Bowie also from Bowie, Maryland. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, William Levitt. And you know, and and just as a footnote, mm-hmm. here's a real mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, one day, and this is very interesting. One day they were doing a tour during the Trump administration, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. kids were in the White House doing a tour of the White House, and Trump went up to the kids doing a tour one day when he first became president, about maybe a year and a half into his presidency, and said, "Hey, kids!" And they said, "Oh my God! Oh my God! President Trump!" He said, look, let me tell you about a man named William Levitt. You know, he was oh, yeah. a great man. He lost, he lost mm-hmm. his way, but he was a great man. Now, why would Trump tell kids about William Levitt, who was a racist ass, who mm-hmm. owned a bunch of property around the world and wouldn't let black folks into it, but Trump tried to ingrain him like he was Dr. King or somebody. And that, that's what's mm-hmm. going to show you. Trump, Trump has some deep history on what his true beliefs are. So don't get it twisted. But doesn't Watch that, that seem like such a random thing? It was a random thing, but he, but they looked at Trump. They looked at William Levitt as a hero because he was the, one of the main people keeping blacks out of the suburbs. William Levitt, look it up. Wow. But he lost his yeah. shirt after a while because he went crazy as damn self. Like I said, we'll we'll get a continuation of that. You can't have it all. No, you cannot have it all. God don't like ugly, honey. They try, but you cannot have it all. All right, well, before we lighten it up, let's take a CC break, and then we're coming back to lighten it up with the weird news. So we'll be back on the other side of the break. This is Kettle, and this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo. All right, Carol. What are we going to do? Uh, you got the first one. 
first red nigga. Okay, I was waiting for you to say we're going to lighten it up. Oh, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> All right, we're going to lighten it up with the weird news. I've got uh, the sheriff's office offers Valentine's Day specials. This would have been around Valentine's Day for exes. This is out of Nashville, <laughs> North Carolina. A North Carolina sheriff's office was giving people a chance on Valentine's Day weekend to show their former lovers they're still wanted by turning them in if they had outstanding warrants. Wow. Wow. Nash County Sheriff's Office was offering what they call the Valentine's Day weekend special, which it described as a special too sweet to pass up. The offer was posted on their Facebook page and included what the sheriff's office described as a set of limited edition platinum bracelets, free transportation with a chauffeur, and a one-night minimum stay in our luxurious five-star accommodations. It topped the offer with a special Valentine's dinner. Operators are standing by, it said at the end of the post, which included a picture of a rose next to a set of handcuffs. Man, they were going for it. Some reactions to the post, yeah, some reactions to the post praised the idea as brilliant and hilarious, and one person suggested whoever came up with the idea deserved a raise. The news and observer of Raleigh reports that others did not find it funny at all. They said nothing like making a joke about people's freedom. One person commented. Mm. Mm, mm, I guess mm. they were one of the folk that got turned in. <laughs> wow. Uh, that and that was, was, that was an innovative idea. To yeah, say if you sure. pissed off at your ex and they got an outstanding warrant, here's your chance. Turn them in. That was funny. And that was yeah, in North Carolina, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. down in North Carolina. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. What you got, Papa Didi? I got here that a man. Uh, the, the, the title is uh, "Music to My Fears." A man swallows the earbud while sleeping. Uh oh. All right. This happened in Boston. What? A man was. Uh, yeah. A man is uh, warning. He he's now warning people against using uh, headphones while falling asleep after uh, healthcare workers had to remove a wireless earbud from his esophagus. <laughs> Okay, Ow. this happened in Worcester, a resident, which his name was uh, Brad Gunther, who uh, detailed his bizarre experience in a Facebook post. Uh, he went to bed Monday night, listened to music, and woke up Tuesday woke up Tuesday morning and went out and shoveled snow. He was in the Boston area for about an hour and then uh, went inside to take a sip of water, but the liquid wouldn't, went down, wouldn't go down, so he had to lean over to drain the water from his throat. Gunther also noticed that he was missing one of his uh, two wireless earbuds, which had typically he used to fall asleep. Gunther's wow. son suggested wow. that perhaps his father had swallowed the earbud. He said it out of nowhere, but come to be true, which is exactly what happened when he went to the emergency room because he was getting short of breath, and the x-ray revealed that the uh, that the little earbud mm. was stuck in the middle of his esophagus. Yeah. So uh, wow. he's just uh, he's just preaching the gospel now, telling people don't go to sleep with earbuds because this earbud rolled off the pillow down to his mouth, and as he intaked, he intaked the bud and swallowed it. So mm-hmm. this stuff can he's happen. Like it to be alive. Yeah, be careful. Get but the water. But he must inhale very deeply. Well, it's just an earbud. Mm-hmm. So well, when you, you, 
But when you when you sleep. Yeah, I guess you do when you sleep, yeah. I'm just mm. saying, you have to be inhaling very deeply. So you never know. Some people suck in an earbud and then swallow it mm-hmm. while you sleep. Some people sleep with a dog. You don't know what the hell going on. Some people sleep with the dog's ass in their face. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if something ended up in my mouth, I would wake up. But that's just me. Moving on. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think we better. Um, In Charlestown, West Virginia, um, a West Virginia woman who tried to fake her death to avoid being sentenced for health care fraud has received an additional year in jail. We're going to put her on the kitchen list. Julie M. Wheeler of Beaver was sentenced Wednesday at federal court in Charlestown uh, for conspiring to construct justice. Prosecutors said Wheeler admitted to conspiring with her husband to keep her out of prison. Rodney Wheeler, so the Wheelers, told authorities on um, first that she had uh, fallen from an overlook at the New River Gorge, prompting a massive search. State police found Julie Wheeler two days later hiding in a closet at her house. Wow. <laughs> she was sentenced in June for four, to 42 months in prison for health care fraud related to overbilling. A judge um, ordered her two sentences to be served consecutively. Can't get out now. Rodney Wheeler pleaded guilty last month to cons- conspiracy to construct obstruct justice and faces up to five years in prison. This sentencing is set for April. Wow, he gotta stay longer for obstructing justice. Put them there on the kitchen list. Mm, the <laughs> Wheelers. Julie okay. and Rodney Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that is crazy. You okay. may serve longer. Conspiring to obstruct justice Wow That's crazy So while she's trying to avoid jail time Now she got more time Right Now how uh, stupid is that uh, Does Doesn't make sense But then he may go to jail for five years Shit So she's going to exceed her That's what happens When you get sucked into stupid yeah, get stupider. <laughs> mm-hmm. There it is. All right. All right. That's it. Well, that's the weird news for this week. I'm sure there's plenty more. But if you want to join the conversation, hit us up, 914-803-4306, 914-803-4306, and just press 1. Let us know if you got some weird news this week. Otherwise, we are going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with, I'm just saying, on the other side of the break. Sweet Ben Rouge, this is Red Wine, and if you haven't heard of the Pajama Party Show, you have been missing out. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, weird news, and I'm just saying with me, Living for the City with Papa Didi, and the Hollywood Wrap-Up with Kettle, the Cocktail of the Week, my favorite, and the world-famous Kiss It List, and, of course, the last word. We serve it up every week 
on A Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern at 914-803-4306, or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. Welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're going to go into uh, I'm Just Saying with uh, Red Wine. Um, uh, what are you just saying tonight, uh, Red Wine? Go to tonight, see I'm just saying, how does jaywalking end in death? Oh, yeah. This doesn't make sense at all. Not at all. So here we go again. Sheriff's Department in Orange County, California, released a video on Wednesday of a fatal officer-involved shooting that actually happened last year that resulted in the death of yet another black man who was stopped for allegedly jaywalking. Allegedly. Okay? Allegedly. And I'm using my air quotes. Allegedly jaywalking. The video showed two unidentified deputies who were part of the county's Homeless Outreach Division, who stopped this brother named Kurt Reinhold, who was 42 years old, where they saw him near a busy intersection in San Clemente. These two deputies approached Mr. Reinhold after debating with each other about whether or not he was jaywalking. And then they decided, we're going to stop him. So they started telling him to stop walking. He ignored them. And then he asked them, um, well, they asked him first, are you going to stop walking or do we need to make you stop? So on the video, you can hear Mr. Reinhold saying, stop me for what? I'm just walking. Leave me alone. You know, he's basically like blowing them off. Like, I'm just walking. What are you talking about? Leave me alone. Next thing you know, these deputies jump on the guy wrestle him down to the ground, and then you hear one of the deputies on the video say, he's got my gun, right before two shots get fired. So you hear, he's got my gun, boom, boom. Now the brother ends up needing CPR, and then they pronounce him dead on the scene. All of this because these two deputies debated over whether or not he was jaywalking and decided, let's go stop him. Now, it turns out this man was a homeless man. These two deputies were supposed to be part of a homeless outreach division. How the hell did this happen? If you're part of the outreach division for the homeless, you're supposed to be helping. How do you end up in a situation like this? And this man ends up dead over allegedly jaywalking? This is insane. So, like I said, they performed CPR. They pronounced him dead on the scene. And I'm just saying, how does an alleged jaywalking situation end up in death? Now, this happened four months after George Floyd was murdered by a white cop in Minneapolis. Just four months after George Floyd. 
Mr. Reinhold's family has now filed a wrongful death lawsuit. And like I said, it was later revealed that Mr. Reinhold was, in fact, homeless. His family's lawyers reviewed the video and said there was absolutely no justification for those deputies to stop him in the first place. They were just harassing him, plain and simple, just messing with him. They accused him of jaywalking, and now Mr. Reinhold is dead. I think these two deputies looked at this black man, probably with him being a homeless man, he probably appeared to be someone who didn't have a lot materially. He might have looked like he wasn't quite sure where he was going, or maybe he did, whatever. It doesn't even matter. The fact is, this black man was just walking, and they decided, we're going to go over here and and tell him, you, you need to stop so we can, whatever, question you, shake you down, whatever the thing. I, it, it doesn't even make sense why they stopped him in the first place. I don't know if they would just needed something to do. Were they looking to be entertained? You're supposed to be on the homeless outreach, you know? Why are you messing with the homeless man? They didn't know anything about him at the time, but they looked at his appearance. They probably saw an ill-dressed black man. He's four, He was 42, and they made an assumption and decided, let's go F with him. Next thing you know, you're on the ground, shots fired. Now the brother's dead. All he was doing was walking. How are you dead because you were just walking? And these two yahoos decide you want to go and talk to him and mess with him and question him for no reason at all. So I'm sure that the current, I'm not sure of the current status of these two deputies. I'm assuming that because there's an investigation, they're probably on paid leave, which I have never understood. If a murder has occurred, why are they still getting paid? I've always felt like if you were involved in a murder and there's some questions about whether your actions were right, why aren't you on unpaid leave until it's resolved? And if it turns out you were in the right, then you can get your back pay. But in the meantime, they need to shut that stuff off. You need to just be, look, go work at Walmart or something in the meantime. But why are you still getting a check and you just killed somebody in cold blood? Mm-hmm. Just because you're not physically on the job, now you're getting a paid vacation. What the hell? I thought the same thing with the Capitol Police earlier. Exactly. How are you getting a paid vacation and you just killed somebody and the video shows it? This is some bull America. It is. That chiggity needs to be shut down. Mm-hmm. So I just hope that by the time this is resolved, that these two deputies end up in jail. We know it won't happen, but I can hope. Yeah, because the guy who was running things, the four-star general, was white snow and stuff. Well, there you go. So he was, you know, like Kettle was saying, there needs to be accountability. We're never going to get real accountability if the people who are holding people accountable are in cahoots with the people who are doing the wrong. All friends. That's like the 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 fox supposed to be monitoring the hen house. He trying to eat the hen. How you gonna have the fox watch the hen? Give me a break with the bull crap. There you go. Anyway, this is red wine. I'm just saying, jaywalking should not be punishable by death, mm. especially when it's not even real. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's beautiful. Bull crap. Mm. That was a good one. Mm.
Do we have the deputy's name? The two deputies' names? Um, I'd have to look it up to get their names. Yeah, freaking frack. Yeah, we just call them freaking frack, like Papa Didi said. Mm-hmm. Put them on the kiss list. Put them on the kiss list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Yeah. Hansel. Yeah, crazy. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And press one. Press one. one. Yep, you're getting the cue. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to a break before we go to Living for the City. If you want to, yeah, let's do that and we'll come back. I mean, back if you fire it up, go for it. <laughs> yeah, that'll give me more time. <laughs> I don't right. want to waste time on a commercial. Let's get back into this here. All right, now, earlier I discussed what, what happened with the whole racial thing fresh out of World War II. All of our beautiful black men that returned without getting killed or maimed. Or crippled, everybody out of World War II got what's called a GI Bill, which means they was able to cash the GI Bill in for buying a house. That was your incentive for being a veteran of war. Now, the opposition was that white folks that owned land in America that never even went to the goddamn war, excuse the expression, I said it on purpose, they owned land and they were denying our beautiful black men of any type of uh, housing in the suburbs. Now, the suburbs, as we knew it then, was a new development that was built, you know, that they put together. That was, you know, and the suburbs is everywhere. It's in, it's in Texas, in Philadelphia, it's in Cleveland, it's, it's, in, it's in Ohio, it's everywhere. It's in, in California, you know, Brentwood, places like that were considered suburbs, you know. If you talk to O.J. Simpson, moving out to Brentwood with the money he had, he moved out to Brentwood long before the white folks that was talking about his ass moved out there. He even said it. He said, shit, I was moving out. I lived out in Brentwood before the same people that wanted to kick me out. I moved out of Brentwood long before you motherfuckers was born, is what O.J. Simpson said about Brentwood. Anyway, now let's get back to what I'm saying. Now, the people of the suburbs now was white folks out of the same war. Now, these people went to Germany and Normandy and all these places, France and everything, dealing with Adolf Hitler together. But when they came back to the States, they had to live in different areas. The same white folks who went to war with this black man and considered him his, his their blood buddy, carried him out of the ruins of, of Germany and every place off their fort. They had to live in separate areas when it came to coming back to the United States. Now, but here's the flip side of this. Now the white folks come from the suburbs and black folks brought their houses in the city Philadelphia, wherever, you know, Baltimore, all these inner cities where we are predominantly black now is because our fathers and grandfathers, this is where they settled. That's why we're settled there. That's where it begun. But here's a fifth side on white folks, because God don't like ugly. Okay, now, what happened up in the suburbs? Shit ain't perfect. Remember, heard of, you ever heard of meth labs? White folks started coming down to the hood to get their little weed, their little cocaine, whatever they was into, because two things have been around since the beginning of time, homosexuality and drugs, been around since the beginning of time and will always be around. So don't get it twisted. So white folks had to come down the hill, and the suburbs is usually about 45 minutes away from the city. So they came down to get their drugs, and they figured, you know what? 
I'm going to make my own drugs. So that's when they started cooking meth in the garages. So you hear about people cooking meth in their garage? That's where the garage cooking started. It was in the suburbs. People started cooking meth amphetamines in their garage in the suburbs. Now, here's another thing that hindered white folks in the suburbs. When the husband traditionally left to go to work in the city because all the big buildings was in the city and he was the fucking boss, so he drove 45 minutes down into the city. And what was he doing when he got to the city? He was fucking his secretary, which was traditionally and noted and very much, you know, prominent. The big boss was sticking the secretary. So what did the wife do when she found out that the her husband was sticking the secretary when he got down to the city? She was sticking everything moving in the suburbs. That's where the term came, desperate housewives, okay? The white wife in the suburbs was a desperate housewife because she knew her husband was fucking a secretary down at the office. So 45 minutes away in the suburbs where she was a housewife, she was fucking the mailman, the pool guy, the delivery boy, the milkman. Anybody that had a Johnson swinging between their legs, was sticking the white wife in the suburb. And Hollywood had a nerve to make a damn movie or a, a series called Desperate Housewives. Now, you make a series called Desperate Housewives. Do people really realize that Desperate Housewives means that strangers was running up into the coochie? <laughs> Do you realize that Desperate Housewives means strangers, delivery boys, mailmen, pool boys, pizza delivery jokers was running up into the wife because she knew the husband was in the city messing with the secretary. Now, what I'm saying is that God don't like ugly. So therefore, the shit they did to disrespect black people and not letting us move in the city, white folks were so fucked up in the suburbs that it didn't really matter because God balanced that shit out. That's all I got to say on that. I'm going to leave that alone. Lay it down. You fill in the rest of the blanks, if you will. That's what they were doing? <laughs> okay. God don't Ooh. like us. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I know that's right. Okay. Um, I mean, you opened a whole new light, Papa. Because I've been, while you were talking, I was reading up on um, this Bel Air Estates out there in um, Bel Air Bowie. Interesting. I mean, he created a whole, like you said, oh, um, yeah. you know, a whole city for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. My father oh, turned me on to that years ago about uh, William Levitt mm-hmm. because when he came out of the military and we moved to Philadelphia, Levittown was off limits. All kinds of different areas were off limits. We had to move to the city, just like all the other. That's why we are predominantly how D.C. became Chocolate City and Philadelphia and mm-hmm. Baltimore, Wilmington, Delaware. You go down the line, every city is, is predominantly black because we weren't allowed to move to the suburbs, and that's where it all begun. Mm-hmm. But now now white folks are moving to the city. You know, they want to mm-hmm. walk their dogs mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. They don't want to live out there no more. They ain't trying to drive... 45 minutes. The grandparents drove 45 minutes. They ain't trying to do that shit no more. Please, like there's more white folks in downtown D.C., please. Don't get me started. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chocolate City is not that chocolate. Chocolate City ain't chocolate no more. Mm-hmm. Please, white folks, all over the place. Mm-hmm. 
White, anyway. white chocolate, I guess. Yeah, white chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white chocolate. Yeah, white chocolate. Chocolate City is gone creamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white chocolate. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we? Mm-hmm. Hollywood wrap up. Ooh. Shall we keep rolling? Yeah. We got to regroup. Let's take a little CC. Let's regroup. <laughs> Papa done got us rolling. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break, and we're coming back with Kettle and the Hollywood wrap-up on the Pajama Party Show. You're in tune to the late-night adult pajama party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, Call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Hey, Kettle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before you do your, your thing, let me say one more thing. Okay. In lieu of in lieu of the the white husbands messing with their secretary, that's what coined the phrase dictation. Okay. When a woman came in the office to take dictation. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, oh my god. That's, okay. That's, oh boy. All right. All right. We're okay. gonna well, I'm just saying, you know. Okay, Come I'm, on, I'm done. Up. All right, All right, uh, Hollywood. Pa, 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 Hollywood. Let's All get right, into this. All right, here it is. Let's go, Kettle. Let's get the entertainment right. news for the week. All right. Uh, Malia Obama, she's only 22 years old. She is mm. just graduating from Harvard. Uh, the former first daughter will join the writing staff of Donald Glover. He has a new Amazon project at this. She's only 22 years old. Um, she hasn't even graduated yet from uh, college yet, but, hey, he wants her. So um, I know she was doing some writing in the past, and apparently her writing has paid off. Uh, wow. The series that uh, Donald Glover is going to be doing is a uh, large deal. Um, the Atlanta Star linked with Amazon um, titled Highs and will reportedly re- revolve around a Beyonce-like figure. It comes courtesy of uh, Janie Neighbors, who previously wrote um, HBO's Watchmen. So um, oh. that should be interesting. Yeah. Yep. All right. She, uh, Malia, she used to intern for the Weinstein Company, but we know that has been resolved uh, since right. then. But she wrote for that that company before, so she's done some writing in the past. So. Apparently, her writing has truly paid off. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Ella M. Hall. Um, she makes her runway debut at the New York Fashion Week. This is the um, stepdaughter of Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, she debuted uh, on Thursday. 
Model 3 looks from the brand selection, including a black leather trench coat over a black and yellow turtleneck and an oversized gray jacket with matching trousers and a tailored black suit jacket. All right. She was looking pretty scrippy um, during the inauguration. So, hey, I guess they like what they saw. So they said, why not? Yeah. She's also... Yeah, she also signed with IMG Models. I was yeah. like, okay. Go that ahead, girl. Pretty, that was, I, I ain't mad at her. Do get your, your thing. coin. Yeah, get your coin. Mm-hmm. Um, also on CBS, my favorite show is being canceled, Mom. I love Mom. And uh that's one of the shows being canceled. Also, uh, the NCIS New Orleans is being canceled. Uh, CBS has announced that the sitcom starring Allison uh, Janey uh, as a recovering addict would end at the close of its eighth season. The network announced that the um, final season would end on Thursday, May the 6th. So I'm going to make sure that I'm watching that. Um, they've done 170 episodes. Um, they probably, they said the ratings have declined because Anna Ferris, she left. Um, she departed oh. the show, and it's been a significant um, factor as far as her leaving. So, you know, she was a big part of the show. So, you know, um, I thought it would be, be able to sustain, but apparently not. So, hey, all right. We have to see what uh, next uh, Chuck Law is going to, you know, do next. So. Um, your boy, Red Wine, Reggae Jean Page. He is going uh-huh. to host SNL. Uh, really? He joined SNL cast member Melissa Belisterno Bel- 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 on the studio um, 8H stage. Um, and uh, they, they have done a teaser um, on, the, um, on TV lately. So he's going to host it, um, SNL. I guess it's going to come okay. up probably either tomorrow or by next week. So everybody knows him from Bridgerton. I know you will. Bridgerton has been very hot for uh, Chandra Ryan's also. So that uh, thing is going to be smoking. <laughs> I bet. Uh-huh. Uh, also, Brandy and Monica. Uh, they're back in the news. They did a collab for or the nostalgic. They did it on TikTok, the reenactment of The Boy Is Mine. Um, that was released back in 1998. They were like 16 and 17. Um, now they're in their 40s. But, uh, hey, they had 1.2 million views. So I was like, wow, you can't beat that. Um, and uh, Brandy, uh, I'm sorry, Monica goes on to say that um, there was no beast. And uh, there was really no boy, so it was just a song. So, you know, everybody thought that they had a beef between themselves about some boy. So, no, it wasn't true. I think they just hyped it up for the song. So it is what it is. And, uh, I can't believe that people are still talking about that. I know. It's crazy. I mean, hey, you got to come into reality. I guess they aren't. Um, it's unfortunate Kim Kardashian and uh, hubby Kanye West, uh, they um calling it quits. Um, they got four children, North, Chicago, Saint, and Psalm, interesting names. Um, they're calling it quits. Uh, she's 40 and he's 43. So she filed for divorce 
And, uh, hey, the rest is history. Of course, she's um, spending time with her family, um, you know, mom and sisters. And, hey, I guess they're going to uh, figure out their next strategy, probably their next show, probably. But uh, it's probably. unfortunate. But, yeah, but at, at least um, they did have a prenup. And, hey, everybody is, uh, you know, working together to um, co-parent the four kids. So that's a good thing. So. And uh, that's my Hollywood wrap-up. All right. That was good information. Yeah, I was wondering about that Kim and Kanye situation. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kettle. Now we're all up to date. He was in love with that girl, man. Oh, Amber Rose. Amber Rose, man. You think he never got over? <laughs> Hell no, he never uh, is that got over. That's what it oh, was. Oh boy. Uh, 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 I guess we'll find mm-hmm. out. <laughs> that was his girl, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but that brings us down to the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. Papa Didi, can you tell the good folks uh, what exactly is the world famous kiss it list? Kiss it list is a gathering of morsels, mere morsels that uh mortals that are you know that did a bunch of crap you know we can start off with William Levitt back in the 40s with his racist ass keeping people from buying houses in what they call the suburbs but had to find out how nasty white folks were up there we only want to be up in the damn suburbs the city was where we needed to be and now Joe is trying to come to the city they damn selves Mm -hmm. alright so uh yeah, William Levitt, we'll put him on there. We'll put um, President 45, of course. He's a yeah. permanent fixture. Uh, Lindsey Graham, he's oh, a permanent yeah. fixture. Uh, Ted, Cruz, Ted Cruz for going to Cancun. When show you how sorry his ass is. Texas falling apart. His fat ass trying to get on a plane to go to Cancun. Jesus. These white folks are out of their goddamn mind. Yeah. Anyway. I've got Eric Munchell and his mama. The rioters, mm. and he's the guy known mm. as Zip Tie Guy. Yeah, and his mom was with him. Mm. Yeah, I saw him on the news. Him. Now, if your mother is out there riding with you, <laughs> your family is so fucked up it's not even funny. Anyway. Yeah, put them on the kiss. Because my mama wouldn't even know. My mother would not even allow. Would only not even allow that. I'm going to shut up. Because, yeah. man, I, I tell you what, I don't even know where, where we got the title of black people being. Man, I was raised by wonderful parents that taught me to stay away from the bullshit. And these jokers out there riding with their children, shit, give me a break. And she's talking about I'm willing to die for my cause and what I believe in. Yeah, okay. Really? You think Trump's going to care okay. if you die for, for MAGA? That's right. There's okay. a casket with your fucking name on it, huh? Anyway. Uh, also, we have uh, those two deputies that killed that brother. Oh, yeah. In California, mm-hmm. were allegedly mm-hmm. jaywalking. And then they premeditated before they went over there and, and took them. Yeah, oh, you, you want me to decide. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think and, he's jaywalking? What, what yeah, gives, like, him, what gives them the authority to be in the outreach? Yeah. Uh, the outreach program is a very unique program, which means you're working with people that are down on their luck, and you need to pre- proceed with caution. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and also we had two two young girls in Florida. They're claiming now in Florida that the governor is giving that vaccine to 
white folks that are Republicans in there. That's what's getting. And also, there was a couple young girls who posed as senior citizens. These young girls were 30 and 35 years old. They had fake license and gray wigs. And they got their first what? shot. They went back to get their second shot, and they were flagged because they noticed that their ID was fake. So they said they need to get their second shot. But they was able to get their first shot. But these two, this is Florida now. Remind, mm-hmm. me, remind me to never move to that damn state, okay? Never, never, <laughs> never, ever. Okay, uh, yeah, these wow. Governor DeSantis. On Governor DeSantis, and he's up there giving everybody in, in West Palm Beach and all that. They're they're vaccinated. They're all they're going through there like with a big old needle in the sky, just squirting out, squirting out shit in the air. Squirting out vaccines. Squirting out vaccines. <laughs> Open your mouth. Squirt, 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 squirt. Okay, Papa. Squirting shit in the air. Oh my God. It's amazing. I'm Don't telling you, it's amazing. Ted Cruz. I'm going to uh, Cam Yeah, we got Ted. Yeah, that, that's and, son of a bitch. Uh, Julie and Rodney Wheeler on the Weird News. We got off of this. Yeah. Bacon death. death. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid self. Put those on the um, list. I got a few people, and this goes back to our customer service. Um, I hate to put them on blast, but this is how I feel. Stockpile for not having a live person to talk to. Shit, I'm trying yeah. to get something resolved, and your ass can't pick up the damn phone. You know, I'm talking yeah, to somebody exactly. back and forth on the damn computer. And um, yeah, also, um, Best Buy. Now, I didn't want to get into it, but we started talking about customer service. Now, the MF was at the door, excellent customer service, telling you where to go. You know, okay, I'm looking for some batteries. Okay, go down this aisle to the left, to the right. But when I go check out, Shit, I got to stand in the damn customer service aisle. You got people waiting on customer service people, and you got people ringing up at the same same aisle? Yeah. I said, no, give me a freaking break. You you mm-hmm. must don't want my money. You're you going to lose me. I'm not going to go to that one. Go out there, unfortunately, with the suburbs and, and, and VA somewhere where I know I can get yeah. some damn good-ass customer service. Shit. <laughs> okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> oh, and I got one more. Uh, if you're in school, these professors who tell you, well, you can email me anytime, I'll get back to you in 24 hours, and then they never respond, period. Mm. I'm about sick of y'all. You know, if a student reaches out to you and says, can you tell me this or help me with that, and you're supposed to get back within 24 hours, and then you just never respond. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Come on Wait a minute. Who put the 24-hour curtain on that shit? The professor Isn't that a long fucking time? It is, but that's what they tell you. They tell you at least give me a whole day to get around and look at my email. So I'm like, all right, I'll give you the 24. Mm. But Mm. after like Mm. four or five days, you still don't respond? That's some bull. We're paying your salary with the mm-hmm. tuition. I wouldn't buy that. You can't even reply I to think an email? Six hours should be the latest. The I next mean, I'm not expecting them to be sitting at their back. computer. But if you say 24, then I expect 24. Call me back the next time you decide to wash your ass, which should be no more than six hours. Well, I ain't Anyway. Have... All uh, right. Anybody okay. else want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough. We had a long one tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a special, special award for this week's uh, winners, losers on the kissing list. And here it is. Yes. 
John Friday Money, who's Papa Didi? I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, everybody. Everybody, bonsoir. That was the mm-hmm. Kissing List Award <laughs> for everybody on this week's Kissing List. All right. I think we have directed them properly as to what they need to do. And they should govern themselves accordingly. All right. We're down to the last word. I'm going to go to you, Papa Didi. What's your last word for My you? last word is uh, don't be too enthused about moving to the suburbs. That shit's overrated. <laughs> it's overrated, I'm telling you. Don't worry about the suburbs. Don't try to keep up with anything. And remember in life, you can't miss what you never had. And I mean that sincerely. You know, I mean, I think as as people of color, we have been prone to understand that we were always going to be excluded but the sometimes the exclusion could be a good thing because we you don't want to bask in an area that you really don't need to be in from the beginning you have to understand what it is you need in this world if you run plus on your gas and that's what you put in your gas tank if you run regular or or, or high octane and that's what you put in there but don't you know don't make your choice Make your choice and look at the the gas level is a good a good uh, barometer on what how do you want to live your life. You want to live your life on on regular unleaded plus or or supreme, and whatever you decide to live your life to, that's where you go with. But don't be bouncing around because bouncing around is bullshit because, remember, your gas tank is real precious and you want to keep the right shit up in there. And I say your gas tank is a metaphor for your heart, your soul, and your life and your love. Keep it all in perspective. Don't bounce around to a lot of shit you're not familiar with. And don't hover with people that don't mean you no good. You know, I'm just saying, just, you know, be cool, man. Don't take your time. Relax, you know, chill. Shit, this world is not, you know, this shit's a, a marathon, not a sprint. Take your time at it. That's all I got. Okay. Well, my last word is, Texas, I feel for you. It's not the people's fault. It's the administrator's fault. They're in the situation they're in. When people, like Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, believe them. That's right. They told y'all ten back in 2011, 2011, when you had a cold freeze then, that you needed to winterize, you needed to prepare, because this could happen again. Global warming is a real thing. I don't care what you heard. I don't care what you read. It's a real thing. 
If you don't believe it, it how you had sub-zero temperatures in Texas, mm. windstorms in California, all kind of crazy Snow stuff. In Snow in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Okay. This stuff is not a joke. Camels are if like we don't do something to reduce the carbon in the atmosphere, we're going to continue to have situations that are out of control. Mm-hmm. And we aren't going to be the ones to suffer. It's going to be our children and their children right. that have to pay the cost. So let's do the right thing, as Spike Lee said. Do the right thing. Right. What's your last word, Kevin? Um. Wow. Mm, we've covered a lot tonight. But um, my last word is customer service, customer service, customer service. If you feel yeah. like you're getting a disservice on, you know, Either you're going in the brick and mortar or on the phone, but really the brick and mortar, if you're going in there, don't patronize them. There are other best buys and there are other places you can go to get batteries and different things that you need. Just patronize somewhere where you're going to be welcome. You know, the customer service is on point and the people on point. It's, it's about people serving people. And I think we we are losing that in this day and age now. It's just, um, you know, we don't have to tolerate You don't have to tolerate it. If you're not getting the best service that you want to get and you want to be treated a certain way, you ain't got to tolerate it. So we all yeah. grown adults here. So if you don't like it, hey, just go somewhere else. Make so. a move. Make a move. And, uh, right. yeah, and I just want to give a shout-out. I just want to give a shout out to the people that are listening tonight. We appreciate you listening and listen to us every Friday night. Appreciate you. All right. That's my last word. All right. Well, um, as Kevin said, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to uh, everybody from coast to coast. I know this weather has just been topsy-turvy. It's been wild. You know, we've had sub sub freezing temperatures one day, and then ice. it's fifty the next day. Ice, the, the, the neutralizer. Ice is a neutralizer, boy. It's been crazy. Don't play with that stuff. So yeah, do your best. Try to stay safe. Mm-hmm. This whole thing with the vaccine, I don't know what's uh, happening with that. They yeah. got a lot going on. They need to simplify this yeah. stuff. Don't don't discriminatory that because we all need you know, a shot. We don't need to be. Let's just try to get, reach the herd immunity that they're talking about so we can finally move forward. We need some progression. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I need to get my ass. That's all. You know, I also want to thank our mm-hmm. parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. Um, and thanks to all of you. You know, we couldn't do it without you. And we appreciate that. So we'll nine do it again. Nine o'clock every Friday night, nine o'clock. We'll be here. That's right. 9.15 CP time. I knew you going to say that, Bob. <laughs> and uh, happy Black History. Happy Black History. 28 Month. days to do it. 29 on the mm. leap year. So happy mm. Black History Month. Right. Do something to mm-hmm. celebrate and acknowledge all That's the ancestors right. and those who have done amazing, miraculous things who have gone before us. That's right. And those who will continue to do amazing and miraculous things. And shout out to the Mars rover that the, uh, that they launched. They out there trying to find signs of life up there on Mars. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why or what. But they you know what? What, that, what got but, me was when everybody was cheering in that, in that control center. I didn't see any black folks in that motherfucker. I'm no. like, wait a minute. <laughs> not up there. Most, 
don't plan for us to be here. Yeah, Walmart. like like yeah, like Richard Pryor said, they don't plan for us to be here. <laughs> anyway, we're done. We're gonna yeah. say good night and get on out of here, and we'll do it again next Friday night. Say good night, Papa. Good night, everybody. Don't worry about the suburbs. It's overrated. Okay. Say good night, yeah. Good night, customer service. I got to take you. Hey, good night. Good night from Red One. Do the right thing. Climate warming. Watch climate that ice change. out there. Climate change is real. Yeah. Don't be deceived. We'll do it again next Friday night. We're out. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Aravadanti, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. <laughs> Love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 